0: Sometimes, when people say you've gone a bit Hollywood, they might mean you're a bit high maintenance, that you've been wearing your Ray-Bans at times of day, when there are a few Rays to ban, in fact. But in Hollywood, they don't. In Hollywood, you can never be too Hollywood. That beast that bestrides the contemporary art world, the art fair, has, after packing its bags and exporting itself, finally gone Hollywood. Paris Photo is a fair that's focused on photography and been based in its titular capital for 16 years. But now it wants to be a blockbuster, requires a red carpet, pulls in paparazzi, probably drinks kale smoothies, the Hollywood diet drink du jour. Art fairs are all about export, but this is a whole new ball game. Paris Photo has come to Paramount Pictures, one of the original Hollywood dream factories, home of the tall tale, home of the beautiful lie, the natural habitat of the Hollywood ending but we often think photography is about truth, recording real. How does the fair's director square this? It's true that um, photography is about the notion of reproduction, and then you can play with that notion, from fiction to reality. You have a number of artists that use photography, the medium of photography, or existing image, or document, to have a dialogue with different type of practice. Of course, messing with truth and fiction, with the veracity of the image, has been something that generations of artists have been doing in Los Angeles, whether they came for the light or the space or the weather, or something secret about the city that's tough to define. The angels of the city are the artists, and we want to make sure that we give you the right context to go behind the perception, which I myself had to move away from. You know, I suddenly realized, come on, there's so much to to learn from LA. Too right, dude. But look where we are suddenly. Brooklyn, or the Lower East Side of Manhattan, right? And that's a great bar, and that's that bookstore that's been there for 60 years. Oh no, it was all a dream. We're on Paramount's too real to be true New York backlot, where a selection of galleries have set up shop in brownstones, up stoops, in bars and bookshops. All fake plasterboard and painted brick and pretend. And it's a joy touring a make-believe gallery district. And an irony, too. Everyone always said that LA doesn't have a gallery district like Chelsea in New York, for example, where you can stroll from gallery to gallery, or sod it, art world. We'll just use our fake New York and put our gallery district in there. But is it odd having a fair here pretending it's somewhere else? I think it's a logical place. I mean, you could certainly go to New York and do a fair, but I don't think you would have the same kind of resonance as, I mean, we're in the, we're in the heart of the dream factory, right? So bringing them together in this way, finally, um, in this kind of direct way, I think is a real logical choice. And there's the rub, the happy collision between moving and still image of artistic practice across the gamut of pictures real and fake, moments posed and snatched, that design for popcorn and that begging for deeper interrogation and interpretation, and crucially, L.A. makes art and breeds artists. Uh, in the post-war period, artists have no longer defined themselves simply by media. Um, you know, the great uh, painter and artist here Los, of Los Angeles, Ed Ruscha, in 1971 he was interviewed and said, I'm not a photographer, I pick up the camera like I pick up the brush. It's just another tool and that's what's You know, the camera is another tool. Many artists who work with photography properly today are acting more like directors than photographers. They're really staging scenes, staging sets, and the end work is a still image, but it's really approached more like a a film. Some of it really is film. Some of it looks like a painting and becomes a moving image. Some of it is from the golden age of reportage and photojournalism. Some of it is experimental and abstract. Some mixes craft and photography. Some of it is considered classic art, where all is not quite as it seems, but it's definitely a photograph. And some of it is that renowned thing. Portraiture, models, parties, a projection of the life lived in Los Angeles itself. Warmth and all sure, there's an obvious attraction to LA's warmth and all, the big skies that attracted so many artists in the first place. But what's it like to come and see, and try to conquer? It's all rock and roll. Um, yeah, it was kind of uh, tricky at the beginning. Um, we opened the gallery about six years ago, and we decided to specialize uh, on contemporary photography, basically becoming a destination for artists who use photography but not just a straight photography like you've seen here like a movie set and things like this that are like experimenting with the medium and that's how we built the program around artists doing things like this like Matthew Brandt. Brandt's work is special stuff much fancied at the fair and sold too we hear. These pictures look like abstract paintings but they're photos. Modified, messed with, intervened upon by the Los Angeles native there are occluded photographs of lakes washed unclean by their namesake's often polluted water. And these galaxies in the sky, they're velvet and cocaine, like Hollywood flu, like a starry, starry night indeed. It's all a mashup. The booths too, and not just on the New York style backlot, have taken a few different approaches to displaying work to bring the aesthetic of their actual gallery space to bear at the fair. Hamiltons from London wanted to display work as you'd hang it at home. Others went for a mini museum approach. Others wanted clean lines and white cubes. It was never as if you were going to forget you were at an art fair, but the spread out nature of Paris Photo LA offered it all a different atmosphere. But art gallery versus art fair is now an old battle. While the bricks and mortar still stand proud from Seoul to Soho, taking part in fairs is now often commercially critical to a gallery's year. There is a different traffic pattern, there's a different discourse, there's a different behavior that takes place at a fair, and it relates back to the bricks and mortar. They go hand in hand. You now, the question that every gallery is asking themselves is, are we going to arrive at a point where you actually don't need the gallery and you are at fair after fair after fair? And at the moment, we are, somewhere moving in that direction. But the gallery is a critical, critical place and it's ultimately the repository of where all the ideas and the images are first exhibited and first understood. So what to do as a dealer? Put out your greatest hits, a show of strength, or curate a booth with one artist, one photographer, one confident vision that pretends for a second that commercial doesn't even come into it. Who are you kidding, cats? This is a fair too. But it's new and it's been staged with wit and, for once, a real engagement in the city in which it sits. The movie business, the make-believe and all. Was it busy enough? If it were a film, would it have been a blockbuster or a respected art house word of mouther? It's tough to say, perhaps happily somewhere in between. Things take a while to bed in, even in a town so used to making fast friends and perfecting a winning smile. Again, on the lot, sets ring to the sounds of carpenters constructing make-believe landscapes. Clapper boards clap and action is shouted. Waiting, like any photograph, to see what happens when the market, that ultimate darkroom, decides what the picture really looks like when Paris comes to L.A. In Los Angeles, for Monocle, I'm Robert Bound.